This is Fang, and you're listening to Final Fantasy Union. And welcome to Final Fantasy Union. This is Kyle and David. We're here with our third Final Fantasy 13 interview with one of the leading ladies, the voice of Uerba Yunfang, Rachel Robinson. Hello. Professional voice actress and actress. Um, we've collected questions from our fans on Gaming Union and FXN about your role as Uerba Yunfang. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, since we have quite a few questions, we'll kick it off with a few of our own and then lead into fan questions. Okay, does. So, David, you want to take the first question? Sure. Um, our first one, uh, first question from us is, how did you get into voice acting and what other roles have you done? Um, I started thinking about voice acting seriously probably when I was in high school, but I didn't really start taking it seriously as a career until about 10 years ago um, when I... I uh, I had known somebody who was one of the first people to work on The Simpsons, and she had said, you know what, just throw together a little, a little tape of your characters and send it in. I thought, God, that's actually really kind of cool, even though it was completely just Mickey Mouse put together last minute, <laughs> but it was so much fun. And I thought, you know, I really could do this for a living someday if, uh, if I take it seriously. And um, I was living in Colorado for a while. When I moved back, I ran into an old family member who said one of my oldest friends is an engineer, and he teaches a commercial voiceover class. Go do it. Um, so that's kind of how it kicked off. And then I just started taking more classes, meeting other people. I met people like uh, Pat Fraley, who kind of helped me with animation. I studied with Bob Bergen. Um, it really just kind of started snowballing from there. And what other roles have I done? Um, for anybody who watches Celebrity Deathmatch, um, <laughs> I don't think that's on anymore. But uh, a few years ago, I did an episode as Pamela Anderson, um, fighting Tommy Lee. And I also did Vern Troyer. Um, but they weren't fighting each other. So let's see. I just finished another video game. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it because it's one of those things where you got to wait until it comes out. But it is part of another oh, very well-known franchise. So I think once it comes out, it'll be a lot clearer. Um, I did an online comic as a companion piece to Dead Space. Oh, that, that's very popular. As uh, Yeah, I did. It, it was sort of like um, an animated storyboard is the best way I can describe it. And I played Vera Cortez in that. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of commercials. I do some narration. It's, uh, it's nice because I get to run the gamut. I don't really work in any one particular area, which is great. So you prefer it that way? You wouldn't like to do, like, specifically maybe uh, cartoon, anime, video game voice acting? Um, if, if that's all the work that was coming my way, I'd be happy with that, too. I certainly, uh, it's, it's one of those things where the job is so fun that it doesn't really matter. But of course, hey, you know, the fact that more video game work is coming my way, I'm thrilled about. Right. Because, you know, that, it, it is a very specialized part of voiceover. And a lot of people don't do it. A lot of people aren't really designed for that. A lot of people have more announcery voices or they have more telephone voices or whatever it is. So I'm happy to be able to be part of this field now. Um, and animation, of course, is great fun. You know, this is this video games and animation are where you really get to act. You know, oh, that's surprising you to really hear. get to embody a character and breathe life into it. So, how was auditioning for the role of Fang, and what do you think of Fang? <laughs> what do I think of her? Um, I think she's badass. I think she's awesome. <laughs> 
Um, I my audition came my audition came through my agent, like um, you know, ninety five percent of them do. And uh, I, you know, I obviously had heard of Final Fantasy. I thought, wow, number thirteen. This obviously this franchise is pretty strong. And I actually read for you know they sent out a bunch of different roles, and we could choose four. I actually read for Lightning, and I read for Hope. Really? Uh, as well as as well as Fang. And I read for somebody else who I can't remember, but um, you know, Fang. I actually felt more of a connection with just. My her register just felt more right to me. It just um, I don't know. It flowed. So that's how that happened. And a couple of weeks later, I got a call saying you're on avail. So I thought, cool. <laughs> and until you get the call saying you're booked, then you're never quite sure. But once I got that call, I thought this is going to be pretty pretty damn exciting. I would imagine. So this is one of your first voice acting roles in terms of video games. Uh yeah, and it's wow. a big one. So I was. I was Definitely. very, very, very lucky to uh, all of a sudden be like, okay, now I'm actually part of this world, and this isn't just like a secondary or tertiary role where I say, let's go, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not like the foot in the door. You got like half your body or you're, you're through the door. <laughs> it's quite an introduction, um, you know. And there's there's a lot of responsibility in, in playing these people. I think you know, they're they're six playable characters, and they mean something to people. Oh yeah, definitely. So I yeah. knew this was going to be a, a pretty a pretty big task. So I was up to it. All right. So our first uh, fan question is by Penguin X. Have you played Final Fantasy Thirteen? And if so, did you enjoy it? You know, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't. I I don't have a platform yet. Um, I just have not gotten around to it. Uh, a number of people around me have said, okay, I'm going to get your game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not had a chance to, as ridiculous as that sounds, but I'm certainly making it a priority soon. I mean, having obviously gotten to see the cutscenes while I was recording and watching it, you know, the animation is gorgeous. And it really, uh, it really does draw you in. Yeah, it's, I'd say you're missing out, but you are in the game, so I, I would retract that immediately. <laughs> Well, and I know I know that'll have an opportunity. I'm I'm probably I'm coming into you know I grew up in the, in the video game world of of Mario Brothers and Pac Man and you know all the sort of ancient ones, but um, this uh, obviously it's a it's a whole new game. It has been for a while, and it just keeps getting better. So it's certainly incumbent upon me to educate myself, and why not with my own game? There you go. <laughs> that I'm a part of. So yes, my my answer is no. I haven't, but I plan on it very soon. All right, our next question is from Me World 2. How would you compare Fang with past acting roles you've played? Um, she was the most challenging and the most interesting and the most fun and often the most difficult. Um, just because, and I, I think that's due in part to the fact that this was about three and a half months of work. Wow. Yeah, I had never worked on any one job that long. But that was kind of what made it so cool because, you know, most of the jobs I do, I'm in there for one hour four hours at the very most. And most of them aren't necessarily characters you connect with. This is actually me trying to embody someone. So the longer I worked on it, the sort of closer I got to her. Um, you know, and, and their backstories are all very complex and, and interesting and texture, textured and layered and mysterious. So it was, it was very cool. It's actually, as far as, and, and not even just with that, but with the people that I got to work with, absolutely the best job of its kind that I've had. So you'd like more of these, I presume? <laughs> yeah, bring it. Because, uh, you know, it reinforces all the time why I love my job, but, you know, it, it gives it more meaning, too, to be able to uh, embody someone and really breathe life into a character and get to go on that journey with them. 
Well, Square Enix uh, recently said that they would very much like to make a direct sequel to Final Fantasy XIII, so that could be more Fang in a few years. That's cool. That's the first I'm hearing about it. I, <laughs> I hope they. Uh, I hope they say more. Yeah, they do do a lot of spin-offs with the Final Fantasy games. There's also quirky games that involve Disney. Uh, have you heard of Kingdom Hearts? I have, actually. And I have a few friends who have been in those games. Oh, there you go. We've done a few Kingdom Hearts interviews as well. But uh, a lot of Final Fantasy characters go into the Kingdom Hearts games as well. So that might be... You never know. It's such an interesting concept to have, you know, Mickey Mouse running around with, oh, I don't know, Fang. Yeah, sometimes the bizarre things work. So Absolutely. Um, our next question is by KH Mixer X. Uh, were you familiar with Final Fantasy before landing your role in Final Fantasy XIII? And if so, how did you first hear about Final Fantasy? Um, I was familiar with it. Um, I hadn't I hadn't played any of those, but I um, I mean I'd seen a lot of ads. I yeah, I know I have a lot of friends in voiceover, obviously, who have worked in those games. So I was familiar with them to a marginal degree, and I knew that they were just wildly popular. And probably, I mean, am I wrong in saying it may be the most popular game uh, gaming franchise in history? It's one of the top five. So it, that that in of itself was it let me know that this was something really really special. Now, unfortunately, I hadn't had a chance to play any of them, but as soon as I knew, I said I better start getting familiar, <laughs> or more familiar anyway. What was it like uh, going into uh, get this role, knowing how big this franchise is? You know, I have to approach um, all my auditions from a similar place, which is, you know, whatever it is I'm reading for, whether it's three lines or, you know, a three-month role, I have to do the best I can, and I have to use the signature voice that I have, which is, I assume, why they would they would ask me for it in the first place, and just do the best I can and hope that uh, once it's done, it goes out, and then the rest isn't up to me. So I really didn't attach that much to it because I've read for a ton of video games. This is like my this is my first major one as I said. So there were so many that I read for that I thought, oh, this is yeah, this will be a snap. So at a certain point you just have to treat it as literally part of the mechanics of it and not attach too much hope or emotion. And then when I got the call I said, Oh my, I think this is going to be awfully cool. And then it just got more and more exciting. And now that the game's released and it's been really well received, how, how does that feel? Oh it's great. It's great, you know, now I walk around and, you know, I'm just, and I'm seeing all the press and when people talk about it, you know, most people talk about it with great love and admiration, which makes me happy. Right. Because, I mean, I know that the designers work incredibly hard, the developers work incredibly hard. I feel like, you know, I did whatever part I had that was required of me to just be part of this is, is so cool. So I'm hoping that what I contributed is being as well received because it, you know, it's everybody's job to do the best that they possibly can because there's a lot of moving parts. Definitely. Actually, about uh, every other question that was asked had a tagline saying you did a great job. So, Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it kind of touches on our, our next question from Slash. They asked, uh, do you find it easy to record your lines without having the other actors to interact with? Well, it's easy in the sense that it may take less time. But to be honest, I, you know, I sometimes miss working with other actors. It's very rare that you do get to record with other people. In fact, one of the only other jobs I ever had when we were all in the same room was Celebrity Deathmatch. <laughs> and it was great fun because, as real actors do, unless they're you know, working against a green screen or something, you get to play off each other and you get to hear real reactions and, and your reaction may be more authentic. So um, 
You know, it wasn't harder, but sometimes I wish that there were other people in the room, certainly. But it does, it does make, it, make it go faster, I would think. I know there's a lot of direction involved in voice acting, of course, but uh, do they allow for any improvisation that uh, would usually come from working off other actors? You know, sometimes they do, and especially because this uh, was translated from the Japanese, where I think direct Japanese to English translation doesn't sound quite right for the American audience. Yeah. So a lot of lines were rewritten. Um, we watched the Japanese for tone to get an idea of their emotion and what the situation required. And as you've seen in a lot of Japanese video games, they make a noise for everything they do. They make a noise when they turn their head. Yeah. They make a noise when they jump. They make a noise when they land. They make a noise when they turn around quickly. Um, so there was a lot of that. But there were, there were lines where, yes, I would, I would ask. I'd say, hey, how would this sound? Because... You know, I, I've read the boards, and a lot of people think the Australian accent was great, and a lot of people were saying that it wasn't good at all. Um, but there was, I, just for the record, there was an Australian in the room for quality control. I, I actually thought you, you would have an Australian accent for this interview. So oh, I, I thought surprised. so too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent some time in Sydney. That's really, that's where I picked it up, oh, and I have a few Australian friends. And, and, I, and I love the accent, so after a while it, it felt very natural, but... If I said something that was completely wrong, he'd say, uh, no, 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 do it this way. Wow, that's pretty cool. And there cool. were some phrases that we threw in that, you know, because the Japanese to English translation, we thought, no, these people would never say that. Right. But we did have a little leeway in that department. Okay, so this question is by Lightning's number one fan. How did you prepare for your role as Fang? Well, as far as preparation went, there was not a whole lot to prepare for with the copy that they give, they never give you much copy for an audition. And I know that this game had been under wraps for so long that there was only so much research that I could do on a preliminary basis. I think, you know, I, I asked around. I asked around and I said, hey, I just read for a role in Final Fantasy 13. Like, wow, okay, well, there's a lot of action in that game. There's a lot of <laughs> hurling of spears and jumping and riding crazy monsters and fighting. Right. Um, and you'll probably do a lot of screaming. That was probably <laughs> the most of what I'd heard. You know, it's it's action, and it's fantasy, and it's action, and it's on some level romance, and it's some level uh, mystery and suspense. So there's a lot of emotion, I would say. So I did as much preparation as I could, but I also tried to kind of give myself a clean slate for when I walked in and said, here, I'm I'm here, use me, mold me, tell me what you want. Because it's sometimes easier for me to do that, to not have too much in my head beforehand. I'm just curious, uh, as a voice actress, what do you think of having to do those weird uh, grunts and whatnot for the battles? I think sometimes they're accurate, and then I think sometimes they might be a little extraneous. <laughs> but I also know that if, it's, it's a video game, so there's, and they're also, the soundtrack is competing with the battle sounds and the music. So I think they want these people to be as real as possible. Um, and, you know, like I said, some of it definitely ran true. When I was getting the crap beaten out of me at one point, going, ah, 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 I said, yeah, I would for sure be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kept throwing punches at me. But, you know, if if I turn around, I wouldn't necessarily go, huh? What, does uh, demeanor in the booth, in the direction booth or whatever, uh, stay pretty serious at those times? Or is there a lot of goofing around and laughing? You know, this was a particularly great, uh, great group of guys that I work with. The, the director, Jack Fletcher, is by far one of the most talented directors out there, and, and he's easy. Um, you know, he's very direct. He's concise. He knows exactly what he wants. 
Um, and it's amazing. It's just when you click with people, they say, okay, let's, let's try two. And you get one, two, maybe three every now and then. He'd say, okay, I'll pick A or I'll pick B. And I can't tell you what a joy it is to work with two professionals who also don't take things too seriously, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, so. Of course it's very serious, but at the same time, you have to have fun. You're in there for four hours, <laughs> two, three times a week for months. <clears throat> Those guys rarely see the light of day. <laughs> and uh, after a while, you think, all right, you, you put as much effort in as, as necessary. And, and yes, you want to get it right. But I've, I've worked with people on far tinier things that, look, that took an hour, and we spent 30 minutes on one line. Wow. And I would think, ah, this just is so not fun. <laughs> and maybe it's not fun to them, but it just goes to show you that sometimes a group dynamic, it just works. Right. So, yeah, we definitely had a lot of fun. But, you know, we didn't waste any time either. So. My next one's from Levi Seraph. Allie Hillis, in her interview, said that the cast looks like their respective characters. Do you agree? And what other traits do you and Fang share? Mm, that's a really good question. Um, and I would say that when I first met Allie, I thought, wow, did they draw lightning after her? <laughs> Same for Troy. I mean, Troy, it's Snow and Troy, it's, it's a little freaky how similar they are. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those inherent things where they, you just kind of have an idea. You know, you meet somebody, you know, parents name their baby Tatiana, and she grows up to be a supermodel. I don't know how it works, but she, uh, yeah, she definitely looks like her character. Georgia does look a lot like Vanille, except she doesn't have the orange pigtails. I, you know, I guess there's a part of me. I like, uh, I kind of like her devil may care attitude, but she's also very caring, obviously, and she's very loyal. Right. And she's very dedicated to her cause, and these are all admirable qualities. Um, I, I, I would like to think that I have some of those, except that I probably don't look as good doing it with a spear. <laughs> um, but she, she's a very unique character. She's very different from what I understand, when I started doing more research, and the place I go for research is, is what the fans have to say, because these are the people who play the game right. all the time, and they know everything backwards and forwards. And a lot of people had said, this is very new, this is very different, she's cool, I like her. Um, she's not like your standard Final Fantasy character, and I like that they went in a different direction. To the best of my understanding, she was originally designed as a man, hmm. and they softened her up a little bit, but still kind of kept a lot of those strong qualities. Wow, that's news to me. That's pretty crazy, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to picture uh, male Fang and how that would work I, with the well, story. Well, exactly. Now, now that, and, I'm, and I'm thankful that they didn't uh, leave her as a man. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I wouldn't have yeah. gotten apart. But, um, you know, it's, it's so interesting because it's very clear that Square Enix knows what they're doing. They design these people, and, and people can become very attached to them. And, you know, hopefully I've been able to breathe life into someone that who's going to be, who's going to last as far as memorability. Right. Is that the right word? I Being think memorable? so. <laughs> Stand the test of time, maybe. Exactly. All right. So our last question is, uh, are there any fun stories from the booth that you can share with us? Hmm. Fun stories from the booth. Well, I wouldn't, not anything really specific, although... You know, we all have to do a lot of screaming. Um, you can see that uh, here, I should say, that my voice sort of lives down here in this register. And screaming is not something that I normally do, or at least <laughs> not unless I have to. Right. And there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of scenes where I, I, have to, I have to scream really loudly. And they, <laughs> they were very kind 
and said, you know, we'll wait till the end of the day because we don't, <laughs> don't want to smash your voice. And it was, you know, to me it was funny because I thought, oh, my God, i got to prep for two hours for a screen <laughs> where some people can just, you know, can just let that out. How, but, how do you prep uh, for that? Do you just go, uh, go do some boxing or something? Um, Get really angry? There are actually breathing techniques oh. and things that you can do. There's, there's water. There's certain things that you're not really supposed to eat. You know, I'm a coffee drinker, so I try not to drink too much coffee because right, it will yeah. dehydrate you. Um, there's just little tricks. I'll eat a little green apple, cleanses your palate, um, which is good advice for any voice actor, by the way, if anybody's interested in that. Um, so, yeah, and I, I really had to work myself up into that headspace because it's, uh, it's loud and it's painful, <laughs> but I did it. I'm not, I'm not even sure what scene it is. I have to imagine that at this point most people who have played the game have now finished it, um, but maybe not. Yeah, it is a pretty long game, about 40 to 60 hours or something. So, yeah, well, then I won't say what scene it is, but I think anybody who knows has probably figured it out already. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we were, we were silly, but there wasn't anything specific silly. Like I said, we had, we had a lot of fun, and, uh, but I have, we never, there was never any wasted time, and uh, I, always, I always felt like there was a real camaraderie. Right. You know, everybody was on equal footing, and uh, it was just nice. It was just nice to feel like, God, we were getting our job done, and we're having a good time. How do you feel about your uh, your performance overall? Um, I'm pretty happy with it. You know, my first obligation and desire as a voice actor is to go in there and do my job, whatever it is they're asking of me. And it's, you know, it's a very, it's an ego-driven business, certainly, maybe less so than regular acting, but, you know, you have to look at it as any other job. You're, you're there to fulfill certain requirements. And a lot of times with things like this, things might change as you go along. A character might develop a little bit differently, her attitude might be a little bit different. Um, I think I think I did certainly what was asked of me, and I think I hopefully pushed it a little bit farther than maybe they were expecting. So, you know, one one thing you realize is when they've chosen you, you think, okay, I now have a responsibility. Right. But I also want to make sure that I put a unique stamp on it and not just be cookie cutter. Absolutely. So overall, I'm really happy with it, and I hope everybody else is too because she was a great, great challenge and so much fun to play, and I was really honored to be part of the game. All right, now it's time for our outro. For those listening to Final Fantasy Union for the first time, you can find us on the Gaming Union Network at FinalFantasyUnion.com and on FF-13.net. And on iTunes, just search Final Fantasy and we're number one. The podcast series is called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. So thank you so much for your time, Rachel. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate it. And we had, I think, about 60 or 70 questions for you, so it was quite tricky to narrow them down. Wow. Well, tell everybody I said thank you for asking, and I, and I can try to answer some other questions if they want. Sure. Okay. So anybody who would like to hit up uh, Rachel's Facebook page, we'll put up a link with our news post about the episode. It's Rachel Robinson, voiceover. All right. Rachel, David, would you like to say your goodbyes? Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. And I'm Kyle saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production. Mm-hmm.